Will mob rule keep Novak Djokovic out of the Australian Open? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Well, if you haven't heard, world number one tennis player Novak Djokovic had his visa revoked at the airport in Melbourne, Australia. Long story short, it took him about eight hours and now he's in the government custody at a government located hotel in downtown Melbourne. And I think the best way to summarize this is the current report from the BBC, Shamia Khalil, about the current situation with Novak and his visa status. The documents presented by Novak Djokovic's legal team to the court attempt to answer the question at the heart of this controversy. Why was he granted a vaccine exemption? Well, now we know that uh, Djokovic tested positive for COVID-19 on December the 16th and that a recent infection is a valid reason for an exemption. This is according to Australia's technical advisory on immunization. These are the rules that Tennis Australia and the state government here in Victoria say they have followed. This exemption uh, was granted by two independent medical panels, uh, but the picture changed when he arrived. The border officials have said that he did not provide appropriate evidence and that a prior infection is, in fact, not a valid reason. So a contradiction in rules here, a contradiction in information. And this is essentially what the judge has to look at and examine. What rules apply? Is it uh, state government rules or federal government rules? And why are they different? Um, the other thing, of course, uh, that the documents point out is that the exemption was revoked, they say, after a public outcry. This is the initial anger that uh, Scott Morrison's government had to face when Novak Djokovic announced on social media that he was coming to Australia, coming to defend his title, and that he had been given an exemption from the vaccine. Many people have said um, that he'd been given uh, special treatment, that it was one set of rules uh, for the rich and famous and another for everybody else. And the government was in pains to say that this was not the case, that rules um, are the rules. But in doing so, the federal government has actually added to the chaos, added to the uncertainty. What's also emerging is this monumental breakdown in communication between the organizers, the state government and the federal government, that now a decision has to be made by a judge. And until that happens, the world number one is here in that immigration detention hotel waiting for that decision. It's unclear whether he's going to be moved somewhere else. Um, he's asked to be moved to a place with a tennis facility. We don't know if this is going to happen or he's going to remain here um, until a judge decides on Monday whether he can stay and defend his title or he has to be deported. Whatever happens, this is a hugely embarrassing situation for Australia a few days before one of the biggest sporting events in the country. Now, naturally, public outcry has not died down at all. Uh, most Australians who've been on super tight lockdown, even people with vaccinations, have really been limited in their movement as Australia has been super progressive in trying to keep the disease down. 
even his peers, such as Jamie Murray of the United Kingdom, have this to say. I think if it was me that wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't be getting an exemption. Um, and that's, you know, but well done, you know, well done to him for getting cleared to come to Australia and, and compete. And that seems to be the general consensus. You can even hear some of the other players having difficulty really holding back their laughter when, when Jamie was, was speaking because that's the consensus of a lot of people is like, hey, this is just special treatment. And you're seeing it now in the courtroom. Uh, the government of Australia tried to delay the case a couple of days to Wednesday, which is really ridiculous because we've got the world number one tennis player sitting in a refugee hotel. Uh, we've got to get some attention to this. It's got a lot of national and international attention. So I think what you're going to see is, you know, Novak's got the resources to really get into all the technicalities, put a lot of pressure on the Australian government. So I think it's going to be a really interesting Australian Open, especially if he plays. I mean, there's absurdities in the fact that he's asking to be put at a facility with a tennis court so he can practice while the courts decide what they're going to do with him, which is like, Apparently, he doesn't understand the pandemic, if that's his uh, only alternative solution. So I, I'm really not sure what to think. I'm not an immigration authority. Uh, part of me thinks there's no way he's going to play because of the public backlash. And the other part of me thinks, like, you know what? There's, there's something missing from this story that Novak Djokovic would fly the whole way to Australia to play a tournament and not have all his ducks in a row. Um, we're going to find out what happens here really soon, but I think no matter what happens, people aren't going to be happy depending what side of the aisle you're on. Stay tuned. We will keep an eye on this story. Thanks for listening to Find Your Aha Moment. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. We'll see you tomorrow. That's when push comes shove. I knew it all